This podcast discusses naughty experiences, uses naughty language, and all the naughty things your parents won't want to hear about. Talk dirty to me. Previously on Talk Dirty to Me. I always say that, like, the really, to be really, really good at, honestly, at anything that you are putting part of yourself into, acting, mm. writing, directing, all of this, because, yeah. um, like, all I was saying, it's an iteration of yourself. It is. You have to have a really strong sense of who you are. Because the older you get, every single year becomes a smaller fraction of your life. I feel like it's been forever. It, yeah. Because yes. you will reach a point where you will have other people that you are obliged to or you have responsibilities to but right now is the time to just go and do your thing Mm -hmm. everyone you know how everyone's kind of made up of everyone's a sum of their parts everyone is Mm. all of the experiences they've had all the people they've met whatever yeah but if you see it as like this was kind of a back and forth little discussion we had but if you see it as like that's a quilt that's like covering you and protecting you keeping you warm but underneath Mm. that quilt you are still your own person yeah and it's about finding like who is underneath the layers of the heartbreaks and the divorces yeah. and yeah. the educations and the That's bad nice grades and stuff. Yeah. It's like you are still someone underneath this le- protective layer of like all yeah. of your experiences. Yeah. That really resonates with me mm. um, because I 24 for me was my weird, crazy year. I was hitting my quarter life crisis. Mm. You were... Allah was with me through a lot of it. I <laughs> literally had no idea what I was doing. I was working this nine to five job that I hated. Mm. And um, actually I applied to grad school when I was in London visiting yeah. Allo. Yeah. And That's it was incredible. a super emotional time. And yeah. I had made all these plans. I booked a flight to New Zealand and I was like, fuck this. Yeah. I'm leaving going. New York. I'm yeah. going. I think yeah. we literally had that announcement on one of the episodes where you were like, I'm wow. going. Because yeah. it was, yeah, it was like, yes. what was your uh, your unhinged quarantine purchase? Yes. And yours was like a one-way ticket to New Zealand. Oh. Yeah. And so I was going to get a working holiday visa and do the whole thing. Yeah. And then on Christmas, my flight got canceled because of COVID. Yeah. Because they still weren't letting people in. Wow. And then... I was like, okay, well, what am I going to do next? I mm. blah, 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 blah. I um, then was like, cool, I'm going to travel around South America. I'm going to learn Spanish. Like, this is going to be great. And I'm going to do that for six months. And then I'm going to move to grad school um, right. in Paris. Right. Um, and, and the universe was like, plot twist. Yeah. And the universe literally just threw shit at me. So I physically couldn't do it. I flew to California to do college tours with my baby brother. Mm. Um, and I tore my ACL, I broke my tibia, my femur, and tore my meniscus, oh, and sprained my MCL. What a year. And In I, one jump. <laughs> in one jump, yeah. yes. Literally no. because I took a turn too quickly to impress a bunch of boys that I will oh. never see again in my life. Classic. Loser. Um, <laughs> yeah, but they changed, those boys like changed your life. Like, yeah, that no, they did, action, that's true. Like, changed the course of your life. Wow. Yeah, and I, the doctor told me all of this and was like, you should, like, you can't, you can't go. So mm-hmm. I had to move back home into my childhood bedroom for mm-hmm. six months after not having lived at home mm, that's pretty much since I was 18. Yeah. Um, and it's crazy that when you are headed in the wrong direction, mm. the universe will whack it away from you <laughs> so quickly. Yeah. yeah. But moving abroad mm. to Paris for grad school, I have had... It's been difficult. It hasn't been easy, but I've had remarkable luck. I, against all odds, found an apartment. There are still people in my program who are unhoused. 
Um, my I couldn't get a visa appointment, and mm-hmm. I had my appointment 10 days before my flight. My mm-hmm. visa arrived. I left Monday. My visa arrived on Friday. Aww. Like, well, it yeah. was just... That's the universe telling you, this is what you need to do. But also, yeah. exactly you also, you need to do. we ha- acknowledge as well, though, that, like, you also found an unexpected love story yeah. within this whole heartbreak of not being able to travel and stuff. Did that happen whilst not being able to do all these things? Yeah, so I, should we get, should I, we get into it? Well, I was going to ask quickly because I asked Daphne this, but I want to ask yeah. you, what are your love languages? And, ah, and this yes. can segue into it. Like, are okay. they similar to your partner's? Yeah, Um. so I give and receive love the same way. I'm okay. pretty sure. Mm. So I <laughs> give love by giving time mm-hmm. and um, uh, acts of service yeah. are my two biggest things. Mm-hmm. Um, like I make a really big effort to call my friends. I make a really big effort to see them in person. I'm really, really a big in person. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. we didn't see each other forever and I was like, I miss you. Yeah, I'm yeah. able mm-hmm. to do this and I would fly out to visit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, and my friends are all, my network of friends are literally all over the globe. My yeah. really mm-hmm. close people. And um, when I can, I try to visit people. Mm. I mean, bless her, this girl literally flew to New York when she wasn't supposed to be there for my graduation, like, to take my guest ticket like Incredible. she's yeah she's an angel wow well of course i didn't want to i didn't want to miss it Big but see that's the thing day. is so many people wouldn't but that's your love language and that's yeah. like our connection because so many people wouldn't you'd be like oh, yeah and it's it's really 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 huge for me and the acts of yeah. service as well like when someone does something nice for me yeah um like if someone is staying with me and the dishes are done when i come home yeah, yeah like, yeah. like yeah. makes me want to cry yeah, yeah. no i can't um, yeah. yeah but i do that i try to do the same people same thing for people as well i try to give what i hope to receive yeah. right Definitely. right um, yeah i love that absolutely yeah. yeah and i've um i've been really lucky i've been in love a couple of times and i've had one like really wonderful relationship also resulted in a really wonderful heartbreak mm-hmm. um <laughs> as they do all all content for the plot yeah um and my current partner um is was my best friend in middle mm-hmm. school we were really really close in beginning of high school and then we kind of grew apart as we got older mm-hmm. um and would see each other during the holidays when we were home and we were like holiday friends like text mm-hmm. you happy birthday friends mm-hmm. do you know what i mean mm-hmm. um and New Year's last year, a bunch of my friends from home and I all randomly were home for New Year's. Never happens. Mm-hmm. And we went to, I live in the on the East Coast, and we all went to Boston um, for New Year's. And he and I kind of reconnected. And I was like, oh, this is, like, this is really fun. Like, I'm just hanging out with you. Yeah. And, but we weren't going to see each other literally ever again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I had to be home for six months for knee surgery. And he was working a nine to five that he didn't like and trying to pursue pursue a career. He's a he's, I'm just gonna say it. Mm-hmm. But he's a col- he's a college football coach. Mm-hmm. Ever since we were little kids, nice. it's the only thing he's ever wanted mm-hmm. to do. Nice. Um, and he was pursuing this career mm-hmm. and trying to get a job, trying to get a job, and nobody was hiring him. Yeah. And so we were both living at home mm-hmm. in our childhood bedrooms mm-hmm. with our parents. Wow. Um, and. Everyone that we both knew was scattered, like yeah. minimum of an hour away, except yeah. for each other. Wow. And so we would hang out and work from home together, and it just kind of turned into something bigger. And we were like, oh, this is just going to be like a fun thing. Like, we're both yeah. going for like a little bit. Like, yeah. we know I'm leaving in August. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and it just, it very quickly became something really serious. And um, how funny, Alo and I were talking about this earlier, but... Maybe it's just out of the nature of getting older, but 
he is the first man that I have dated. Mm-hmm. And it's a really interesting shift because he, in a lot of ways, does give and receive love in the same ways oh, that yes. I do. Yeah. Um, we are doing distance right now. He is mm-hmm. still in America. I'm obviously in Paris. And mm-hmm. um, we don't make a commitment uh, out loud, but we both have an internal commitment that we have chosen for ourselves that we want to FaceTime every day. We want to see yeah. each other's face every oh. single day. Yeah, it's it's also interesting dating as an adult versus because my last yeah. relationship, I was like I was a kid. I was yes. twenty one yeah. when we broke up. Yeah, and I was like nineteen when we started dating. Yeah. Um, so it's it's fascinating how communication changes and how mm. those conversations about compatibility are a lot more open and, and easy to have well. and mm, yes yeah. so necessary like not, you don't yeah. stray away from it because you have to you know totally yeah. you yeah. have to talk about the potential of okay cool can we build a life together yeah, yeah. like Definitely. not to just do i like hang out with you like yeah, yeah, is yeah. it fun to kiss you but like yeah. does yeah. this work yeah do you make me better yeah do you challenge me do mm-hmm. i do the same for you yeah yeah. Um, I think it's, it's something very primal in us in the in these years because we know that this is the time that we need to make a very important decision of having kids. I mean, yeah, back, like that was our primal like purpose of life is to give, and we needed to find the best yeah. partner for us to do that. Totally. Yeah, because we so were it's talking way about it. Found now. Yeah, we were literally talking about it this morning. How there is like you know looking at the difference, and we know like adult adult women who are literally mm. dating boys, like, yes. um, and it's just like the difference of dating you know like an adult who's emotionally an adult as well Mm -hmm. but there's something that was said that I thought that I thought about earlier when we were talking about the travel story that I have to that that I'll bring back to this too but Ella like you the thing that I found was so amazing about like the shit that went on in the last year as well the age of 24 and like Uh. the chaos of it you had made like an agreement with yourself that you were going to Paris and like no matter what had happened Mm. like you were going and you had a set mentality of like you're going and you're going to do whatever you want whilst you're there and it's going to be a year of fun and freedom yeah and you stuck to that and you and I think that like through all the shit that went down you still had Paris and you still mm-hmm. had, oh my god that's literally from oh, like, that's 90 yeah. <laughs> like, we'll always have Paris boom boom um but yeah so that yeah um but that's but I think that that and that's something that like in terms of sort of growing like you know, not being, like, a 21-year-old girl, but being, like, a 24-year-old woman as yeah. well. It's, like, you made this agreement with yourself. You were going to do this. And, mm-hmm. like, no matter what happened and you fell in love and you got injured and all... There's so many yeah. different things happen, mm-hmm. but, like, you stuck to that. And mm-hmm. I think that that is so amazing. And I remember yeah. saying... I remember when you went to Paris, I was, like, she fucking did it. Like, yeah. Like, and it felt... It. And it honestly, as, like, your friend as well, it felt, like, not a, not necessarily a relief... But such a moment of pride, like, oh, my God, she made it to Paris, you know? Like, the whole fucking, what's the Chekhov play where they're like, well, the sisters, oh, the three sisters. It's like, well, they get to Paris. Also, I hate Which they never do. Oh, yeah, well, exactly. And it's, (laughs) plot twist, yeah, sorry, spoiler. When they're trying to go to Moscow. Yeah, they always try to go to Moscow. Yeah, Paris, because it's Chekhov, so of course they never get to do what they I fucking hate Chekhov. He's my worst enemy. No, don't hate him. No, I will. Actually, Ella and I were in a fucking Russian theatre class, which was the most... Intense. That was the most painful experience of my life. We would just sit in the back and mess with Yeah, the whole time. We were shopping, whatever. Like, it was yeah. the worst class ever. And the teacher knew and he was a stupid fuck. Anyway, yeah. But, um, but yeah, I remember that, 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 you know, through all the turmoil yeah. of the year, just being... I remember literally feeling like... And I, there, was, there was a day when I was at work, and mm. I think you were even in the store. It was like a day when Daphne mm. and I were working together. 
and I got the the message from you, Ella, about not being able to have the surgery because mm-hmm. you were you had an infection or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you were, but that you had this like planned plan plan, and I remember hearing that, and I was like. And I remember my soldiers like shattering because I was like, mm. fuck, it's something else going wrong. And I was like, she yeah. just, and the whole time I was like, she just got to get to Paris. And mm. you, not only are you in Paris, mm. but you're also in Paris in love from a distance. Mm. But it's like, everything is working out so well. Yeah. And I think it's just, and and that's not like a, you know, we got to be scared that it's going to go wrong. Yeah. It's just like, everything's falling into place. And mm. like, the dust is settling and the last year has been chaos and was chaos for a reason. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, I just, I had such pride when yeah. when April 23rd came around, you made it to your flight. I was like, fuck yeah. It's like, yeah. she did it. She did it. <laughs> she did it, boys. We did it. We did it, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's really, and I think also it's, it's astonishing how, you know, it's so quickly can shift and you can be in such mess and everything is going wrong and you're like what what am Mm -hmm. i doing with myself with my life everything is just fucked Mm -hmm. and then within a time line of nothing like it's suddenly everything is changing and you see everything you know i think it's just coming together i think it's just a law of love and life honestly is when you're in the right thing for you it just feels easy yeah Yeah. exactly like there there are challenges along the way but things kind of just end up working themselves out Mm. and it feels like work of course but it doesn't feel exhausting no um no and i think also when you know it's right like going to paris and you did that even though you know you you were in a relationship and there are a lot of reasons Mm -hmm. not to go Mm -hmm. but when you know that you have to do when you know something is so right yeah you just do it and the rest will work itself out yes Mm. i think that also in that this is a thought i had earlier as well when we were talking about sort of the career paths and stuff Mm -hmm. but i think like and in terms of finding so this is sort of slightly moving away from the conversation but in terms of finding like what works for you and the uncertainty of life and stuff like Daphne I have to say I feel like nobody I've ever met knows like fundamentally has a core like has a core understanding of themselves like you really and yeah truly and I think and and that's not to disparage anyone or like to say you know oh Ella doesn't or whatever it's not like that (laughs) but no and and I I, you know I don't it's it just so happens there are three of us in the room so it's Mm. a you know an unbalanced Mm -hmm. thing but truly I felt like this was just a segue in terms of like you knew you had to get to Paris like that's your core thing and mm. if, yeah, a little while ago I was thinking like genuinely and I think I've said this to you recently but when we were talking about sort of the life outside of our world and you know our creative yeah, world and yeah. stuff but I genuinely feel as though like you know yourself and your mm. what's important to you and your priorities and I think that that's something that doesn't come easy with youth but mm-hmm. like as you get older and you learn that about yourself and like yeah. And yeah. I think that's something that you, Ella, are definitely finding as well. Is like what's you know it, what's important to you is to FaceTime him every day, yeah. and you know, and to spend your birthdays like in galleries or whatever. Mm. Like you, you know, you learn this with age. But I have mm. to say, like Daphne, it's it's admirable because I think you do know this. Like you know yourself incredibly well. But well, thank you. I think yeah. it's. It, I think thank you. That means a lot. And I think it's um, it's also being in many extremes of life having to I mean I think for me it's been a lot of my travels like that's Mm -hmm. done a lot for me and going by myself and you guys know that as well like it's it really does it helps you really get to know yourself in a way Mm, that's totally yeah that's just you can't (laughs) compare that to anything Mm -hmm. um and I think you get very and I I've I 
I explore new things every time I do it. And as mm. oh, at you know now I'm in a different position than when I was 20. Mm. So it's very different. But I think it's it's a constant thing for me. But I'm also just very. I spend every day doing that. I I I'm so aware of just checking in with myself all the mm-hmm. time. And also when I find something that I'm reacting differently to something, I'm like, oh, what was that? Like, why was I suddenly? Because yeah. we also keep changing, and our perspective keeps changing. So it's also a, a a matter of constantly just checking in. I feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that means a lot to me. I mean, it really does because it's also I'm also so confused. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I mean, that feeling of just like, and I really have days where I'm like, what am I doing with my life? What oh. am I? And the things that I'm so proud of, or like that I love about my life, can suddenly be things that I'm like. Well, that's nothing, or like that's like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, I don't even know what that is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's and I think that's just a part of it, really. To to bring it back to the the birthday thing, there's mm. the earlier we were before we started recording, we were talking about sort of ages and stuff, and twenty five and thirty and whatnot. Yeah. And you made a comment about being like thirty. You're quite afraid of thirty, mm. and I want to I want to mm. know why. I think that's more of a scary age than twenty five, actually. Right. But I said, mm-hmm. um, as well, I think I'm really looking forward to my 30s because I know everybody, especially, especially women, I know really, really, I mean, for many women, the 30s of their life was the best period of their life. Right, okay. Because yeah. you have a very profound understanding of where you are in your yeah. life and who you are, mm-hmm. but you're also still very young and just mm-hmm. having a yeah. great, fun life. Mm-hmm. So I'm really looking forward to it, but I feel like there is a certain. I feel like I have to have reached a certain point of my in my life when I'm thirty, and I don't know specifically what that is, but I just have a feeling that I need to be more. I have to figure things out more yeah. than I do right now, mm-hmm. which is scary to me. I still got five years. So. Yeah, you got four and a half now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, time is flying. Yeah. <laughs> what crazy. do you guys feel about that age? I I feel really really similarly. Yeah. I am. Um, the last couple years of my life, I've been saying, I'm going to hit it in my 30s. Like, that's when, I'm gonna, that's when it's going to happen. Time. Yeah. Um, but no, 30 is really scary. Mm. Because, again, especially as women, when you're in your 30s, yes. you biologically have to think about the kids' conversation. Yeah. That has to be That's a major thing. Yeah. yeah. That is a major thing. We went to, um, Daphne, Daphne and I went to this, like, casting director Q&A thing mm. a few months ago and the woman bless her she was still on maternity leave and she had just had a baby mm. and so they made it a baby friendly event so cute. it was there were like 25 women in the room mm. and about 12 babies like babies <laughs> it was infants. it was infants yeah it was yeah. it was actually so much more like peaceful than I thought it was going to be and there were yes. yeah it was like it, it was, was a really amazing I was worried in, in the room. beginning I thought yeah. oh, this is going to be just a mess but it was very focused on the conversation and yeah. the, the, the women in the industry as yes well, and yeah. mothers but I also like it was very off everybody was off guard because there were kids everywhere and it was yeah. messy and it was like you know she would the casting direct, director was um feeding breastfeeding her baby yeah, yeah, as she was talking speed. yeah I think that's remarkable. Amazing. Yeah, it was. And yeah. but this but and this is the thing that she made a point of. I think it was someone who asked asked a question about it. I don't remember what the question was. Who didn't ooh, hiccups, excuse me. Who didn't have kids. Mm. But she was saying it, it was sort of talking about biological clock and whatever and this woman was like the thing too is like yes, you have to have these conversations and stuff. But you actually have more time than you think you do. Yeah. And yeah. as women we, we sort of are told like you know 
mid thirties, like that's when you gotta do it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And and if that's it. Last like shot. Late thirties, you're mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Shops closed, you're done. Like mm-hmm. you're fucked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, but I think that there's less, and maybe you know, maybe this is just me trying to like salvage the moment, like you know, not get ahead <laughs> of myself because I'm mm. inching towards thirty soon. Yeah. Um, but it's it's. I think there is more time, and I think that mm-hmm, there's definitely. But it, I yeah, I don't know. It's it is a stressful thing to. But I think also because we are creatives and because we are actors, it it just it. And I actually read an article about um, Meryl Streep the other day, and she literally thought when she was forty, she said to her husband, "I think this is it. I think this is it." And she had in those years. That's when she did like it's complicated and like more like light. Yeah, it's a great yeah. film. But she was she didn't think she could take on more of those like really really. Yeah. The um, meaty gritty role. Exactly. So she and she is why like that's also why she's a legend and an icon because she very much reinvented how a woman could become an actor in the, being like plus forty. Yeah. yeah. So I do think we we are getting like we are going in the right direction, but I still think that we're feeded with this very profound idea of of women losing their value when they yeah. are more like plus forty. Because biologically yeah. We can't have kids anymore, so that's our, you know, that's what we're here to do, basically. Mm-hmm. So our value is just um, decreasing, and I think that's. I although that's I, changing. although I do think, yeah, I think it is changing, and I think mm. that the, like we're quite fortunate to be sort of at the at the age we're at and at the stage we're at to be going into the industry in and at a time when like women. And I, I, I don't think it's quite, it's not quite there yet, but no, women we're getting are. There. We're getting to the point where like. It doesn't have to be about women having the upper hand, but it has mm. to be about finding more equilibrium. And yeah. at the moment, we're st- like I feel like we are in the right time to yeah. be a woman in the industry. Yeah. We're at a time where like everything's kind of going, it's advancing as we're advancing as well. Yeah. So I think yeah. by the time it comes to the moment of like the dis- not just the discussion, because obviously you know, especially if you're in committed relationships, you talk about this stuff anyway. Yep. But or even by yourself, if you're you know single, whatever you think, okay, if I'm still single by forty, do I want to adopt or you know yeah. whatever? But I think that there's 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 more room every year and there's mm. more you know and the and like the medical sense of it as well mm-hmm. as there's more assistance being invented every year yeah, totally. to help it yeah. but yeah biologically and societally you know mm. like i referred to a friend who's just now she's pregnant and i have a friend who had a baby a few weeks ago yeah, and exactly. and it's it's like it's you can't help but look around and no. see mm-hmm. what other people are doing yeah. but that's where you have to really take the put the blinders on and be like mm. i'm so happy for her she's mm. gonna be the best mom on the planet yeah. that's not that's, my it's not for me right now no, and exactly. you, you know and to be and to also have a partner who's on the same page as you in terms Super of like important. timeline yeah, yeah, yeah you you can't do that if you're not on the same page no that's the where it gets difficult mm-hmm. if you're not but i think yeah in yeah. terms of if you are as a team you know on the same page and you know no we're not there yet then mm-hmm. you have to stay true to yourself and not really... Because, again, you know, it is possible to get pregnant when you are 40. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and that, or, you know, adopt when you are, mm-hmm. like, however old. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, there's so many options today. And I think we, we, we only do ourselves and society and the world a disservice if we're not doing what feels right to us. Absolutely. Which is also why we have to do... We have to be creative yep. because that's, mm-hmm. what, that's what our calling is right now. And yeah. then when that time comes where we should settle down and and have kids or not have kids, I mean, then we will feel that that's 
the thing to do now. Mm-hmm. But um, but rushing it is just, and I think that's I'm saying that because I'm also trying to tell myself that and convince myself that it's okay to not be thinking about that. Yeah, but I think totally. It is. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. If you're asking for professional opinion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, you're fine, you're fine. Yeah, you're good, you're good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that's it's, a, it's interesting you, you say that because I'm now just remembering something that someone has told me that's kind of along those lines. Mm. Might have actually been my mom, bless her. But um, it's that why, why else are we here but to help? other people in any way that we can with whatever gifts we are given whether that's from teaching whether it's to creating art that means something to people um, or to help or to helps to tell people's story Mm. like we're all here to do something and give back in some way yeah yeah and you can do that on a much larger scale Mm. or in a much more meaningful way if you first get things right with yourself yeah Mm. Um, oh yes in whatever way that is wise words so both of you, then, what do we think was, like, the takeaway from leading up to your most recent birthday? So, for 24, I know, obviously, mm. you've been 25 now for a few months. Mm. So, we'll start with Ella, then. Like, what was your lesson learned from 24? My lesson learned from 24, it's got to be the universal rhythm, universal energy, universal momentum. That, oh, I that's love the phrase. that. When you are doing what you are supposed to do, yeah. everything works. Everything works. I love that. Um, I'm going to steal that. Do it. Well, mm. give it credit, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I will do. I will do. Um, and kind of tie, tied into that is when you are trying and trying and busting your ass mm. and nothing is working, that's the universe telling you you need to do something different. Yeah. And that can literally be walk a different way home. Yeah. Go exactly. To, go to a uh, yeah. a workout class. Yeah. Um. Go to a different coffee shop. Like yeah. just something different mm. to yeah. change up your schedule. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah I love that. <laughs> um, Daphne, what what about you for twenty four? Um. I mean something similar. I know it's been a while now. Actually, yeah. <laughs> no, but but my twenty fourth year was very. Uh. That was like moving here, which was very intense, yeah. and that mm. was a whole. That was there was a lot of confusion. There was a lot of. Because I was um, not doing what I was here to do, and I was didn't know if I was doing the right things with my life, and I was like, mm-hmm. I have s- such short amount of time in London, and I need to make every day worth it. Right. And then it just dawned on me that I am, and everything that I have been doing mm-hmm. is making sense, and it's mm-hmm. now sort of there's been a sort of payoff. Yeah. in this sort of fall season that I've really started to feel like, okay, no, I've been here for a year. I start to see things happening. I start mm-hmm. to, you know, create relationships and bonds with people that are really important to me. And mm-hmm. and some things that I didn't know when I was doing it, okay, this is what I'm going towards. And I felt like, oh, this is just a waste of time. And I think lesson learned is that no time is ever wasted. Everything that we do is leading to something that's important and that matters. Well, although it's like what you said earlier, where I am, as you said, 26, but I'm also mm. 25. And I'm yeah. also 24, and all the experiences yes. culminating into who you are today. Yeah. yeah. And I love that. And what do you, Ella, what's your hope for 25 then? Um, And it doesn't have to be like a practical thing. Like, yeah. oh, I hope to, you know, get this job. Or I mean, it could be. Mm. But like, in terms of self, what do you, what's your hope for it for the year? My hope for 25 and it is it is career related but it's I hope to love what I'm doing for work 
Yeah. Um, I would like for it to be something creative, but I, I've had this really great opportunity for the job that I had, but it is just so not what I want to be doing. Mm -hmm. And so I find myself dreading to work every day. Mm. Right. Um, and I don't want at the end of 25, I don't still want to be here. I want to, I know that work can be hard all the time, no matter Mm. if you love it or hate it, but I would like to more often than not really love what I'm doing. I think as well, you can definitely feel when you, even if it isn't like within the specific career or path that you want, Mm -hmm. if you're in a job that you actually really enjoy, it doesn't matter what you're doing, you can fucking love it. Oh, you can. And yeah. yeah. So it it doesn't, yeah, that's that's great. I love that. Yeah, I love that as well. And what about you, Daphne? Um, for the remainder of twenty five. Yeah, yeah. I think um, I've really the last few months. I've really focused on being more creative. Like you know, doing my acting. I've started dancing again, which I haven't mm-hmm. done in years. And I've really started to um, really started to. F- it's funny because when I haven't done it, I sort I forget that that's where I feel most at home. So now that I've mm. done it, I'm like, oh, this is. This was the, and I think I said this, this was the part of me that I thought I'd lost for, for a moment, and now I've found it again. Mm. And I, I know would just, exactly what you're saying. And it's the most, it was, it's the most magical thing when that happens, where I'm like, yeah. oh, reminded of that, you know, big, big, huge part of me. You both literally in the past, like, t- seven or eight weeks have both separately said That's the same incredible. thing to me. Because Ella has just done the same thing. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I was feeling really creatively stunted and um I used to draw when I was little. Yeah. And um so I w- literally after my birthday, cuz my birthday was on a Sunday, so everything was closed. So on Monday afterwards, I went to a little art store and I bought like a mini sketchbook and like a tiny Aww. portable watercolor set and I'm I'm not particularly good, but I'm better than I thought I was and more than that, it has brought me so much joy to just like sit down in a park and doodle or like if I have five minutes before class just draw something that's Um, amazing that's actually making me emotional because that's incredible that's exactly what it is though just doing it because that makes you feel like you again yeah in a way yes um well what about you thoughts on being 25 Mm. turning 26 um first of all I love that I did a little uh, and I, I honestly you both <laughs> you both went through that same like it, because Daphne and I yeah. have been talking about dance and yeah. singing and stuff because she does both uh, yeah. I do neither um <laughs> for like for a while and then when yeah. you went to that first dance class I was like oh, oh my god it, life. it literally yeah, oh, yeah you were like uh, completely di- like you can make came out of your cocoon you were like and I go into it just being completely, you know, I don't speak to anyone. I go in, I just do my, I'm just lost in yeah, this world. Yeah. And it's not about performing mm-hmm. or being like, it's just being, being in good. that. Exactly. Yeah. It's just doing it. And I, it feels, um, it's just the best thing I've yeah. done. It's oh, just so I good. love that. Yeah. It's Literally saying That's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> so, what about you? Um, for 25, I... For 25, I kind of, okay, I don't know if I can, like, summarize it in a few words like you both concisely did. I think I I learned to, I learned that, like, not necessarily, like, a YOLO kind of, you know, I'm only young once kind of thing, Mm -hmm. but more along the lines of, like, this, not necessarily, I only live once or I'm only young once, but, like, this is my plot, this is my life, this is my journey, like, where do I want to go? This is my film. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like very Sagittarius energy, <laughs> but like where you know it, and it was the pivotal thing of going back to New York. And I remember saying this to um, Bella in her episode earlier this year. 
she and I were talking very extensively, even after we finished recording, like how I felt about going back to New York for that trip. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't been back for two and a half years, hadn't seen half of my stuff for two years. The only mm-hmm. two, the only person, only person I had seen was this girl right here. Wow. <laughs> yeah, she came over to see me. Like, no, yeah. one's fucking did that. Um, and it's my love language, baby. Exactly. Yeah. And, like, even, yeah. and it, it just, I, I learned... You know, and I and I knew like instinctively and cosmically that like I knew that that trip to New York was. I mean, it was just gonna tell me what I needed to hear, and yeah. it was just it was. I remember before you went. Yeah, we talked had, about it with yeah with Bella actually in my living we room. Did, we, we did, we did, and you were you were excited is not the right word because it was more than that. It was like you knew that you were going there for answers. Yeah, it was like a kind of almost like a relief trip. Yeah, it yeah. was literally like. <clears throat> It just, and I think because, but that's life and, you know, we're so young, whatever. Mm. But I think for me, 25 was about taking ownership of my life and my story and being like, I may be a really bad writer, but I am the writer of this story. No. I think it was in the first lockdown, I was trying to do something creative every day. So I was, whether it was mm. drawing or I was writing or, yeah. you know, whatever it was, I was trying to do something every day. And then I, you know, habits, whatever, they're great, but like, they don't usually not. No, not exactly. I'm not someone who can like hold on to a good no, habit. No, me neither. But, um... I was thinking recently as well, and you've both sort of... I, I want to, every day or every week at least, do something for my mind, my body, and my soul. Mm-hmm. Every week. Yeah. Whether And that could be something like, you know, going to... Going for a drive by myself, going to a gallery by myself, mm. which, like, would fill all three kind of mm. thing. Yeah. You know, walking will get the exercise, then mm. my soul will mm-hmm. be filled with my favorite paintings, whatever the mm. fuck. Mm. But I think doing something like that every day or every week at least, making mm-hmm. sure yeah. that I've done it each a few times, would will be a huge That's incredible. But I think I also, coming because sort of halfway through 25, I kind of had this realization of like, where am I going with my life and how is it that I can stop? We've talked a little bit, actually, Daphne and I, about mm-hmm. this, and we kind of did in the last episode, mm-hmm. of when you're sort of freelance, you have to, you only rely on yourself, and that's mm-hmm. amazing because you can't rely on people in life. You just fundamentally cannot. Yeah. And I think to be able to figure out ways to like not have to rely on other people whether it's literally you know my car broke down and I need to figure out how to deal with that myself or uh, rather than like paying for (sighs) fuck I don't know I can't even think of an example like a plumber because my shower's Mm. broken okay that's a lie I will never fix a shower myself (laughs) because I don't know how to please don't um but just trying to figure out like I, as an adult, as a human, as a woman as well, like, we are perfectly capable of doing anything. Anything. And literally anything. And I I remember this. And we can do it in heels, and we can do it... Oh, yes. And we can do it bleeding. Or while we are carrying a human being. Yeah. Oh, my God, exactly. Like, there's no fucking limit to what a woman can do. But But I think... 26 will also be about finding the ways in which I can depend on myself for these things too. Mm-hmm. Whether it is replace a car tire, God forbid. You know, what, <laughs> like things that I just practically would assu- like would just immediately hand over to someone else. Mm-hmm. Like to be able to utilize like my hands and my mm-hmm. mind and my mm-hmm. body and figure out like, you can fucking do this. Yeah. You aren't an idiot. No, You're mm-hmm. also not a child. Yeah. You also have two hands. Like yeah. just, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I think that, that for 26 is to... to to same uh, you know the whole thing about like I'm still 25 I'm still 24 mm-hmm. I'm still 23 and 12 and 14 and whatever being able to carve this next story and make it my own while mm-hmm. still 
like, oh my god, I'm actually getting like really passionate and emotional. (laughs) (laughs) And still, you to yeah, just relying less on other people and seeing like, what can Mm -hmm. I do? What can I bring Mm -hmm. to my own table? Everything you said is actually just I and I love that is taking ownership, and I think it's such a powerful thing because that's literally everything you just said. It's like it's your story. You want to be able to do. You don't want to be dependent on other people to Mm -hmm. fix things for you, like literally or symbolic or whatever. Like you can fucking do what you want to do, and you Mm -hmm. can do it yourself. Mine recently said this about going into dates in her twenties. She's like going into dates. I need to stop thinking like, well, what do I like about him? Whatever. Mm. I mean, no, it's like, will he like? Like me will he like me do mm-hmm. I does he think I'm hot enough am I gonna be his type it's like no 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 you're doing this wrong yeah. the whole thing is you go and seeing t- will he fit into your life yeah exactly. it's not about like how can you shape yourself to be yeah. what he wants it's about does this man does this woman whatever does this person fit what you're looking for yeah. and I think that's a lot about being particularly a woman in your 20s mm-hmm. is like mm-hmm. you are you sort of up until this point we think what can we offer to other people but mm, now yeah. it's a lot about like what can people offer me like yeah. not necessarily like oh you'll help me get to the next stage of my career right yeah. but it's about like do I gel with you yeah and thinking mm-hmm. less about what those people think of you yeah. and more about like what you think of them and the dynamic and stuff like that mm-hmm. but that dynamic is difficult where we're at because yeah. that's that's what happens naturally when you get to a certain point where you know people know what you can offer so uh-huh. now they have yeah. to sell themselves yeah. well no one knows what we can offer yet so we mm-hmm. do have that feeling of having to sell ourselves and really mm-hmm. prove ourselves but i think it's an it's a healthy mindset to also reverse it mm-hmm. and say well that's fine and i am i need to be humble and i need to go in and prove myself but i also need to think what can you offer me yeah because this is a two-way street yeah and this is a partnership in a way yeah and it, i mean it's you know for friendships too as well like going into the next chapter and like i just yeah. keep going back to the birthday thing but like mm-hmm. going into the next year thinking like you know, are there people who you can tell, like, it takes a little bit of effort to reach out to them and they never yeah. seem to really give back? It's like, mm-hmm. bye. Yeah, Literally, exactly. Like, yeah. thank you so much. This was a... Re- yeah. I will always treasure you. Mm-hmm. And I'll probably have, you know, your mm-hmm. page in the book, like, doggy in or whatever, because mm-hmm. it was fun. Mm-hmm. But if people if there's kind of reluctancy or if people aren't giving back and forth and again the mm-hmm. whole birthday thing sometimes you forget birthdays, sometimes you get yeah, so busy it's and, not yeah, about and that. that's yeah, and mm-hmm. it's it's but it's also like if you can people are people consciously making up for it yeah. like yes. if they've let you down are they actively trying to make it up to yeah. you yeah. because huge. there are people who definitely in my last year of my life who I was incredibly close with or loved with my soul or whatever these people who I'm like oh you it's been a it's been like pulling teeth trying to get them in a room yeah and I've always thought like oh it's just how they were but they've never made up for it no mm-hmm. and they're you know and there's yeah and it just but but I think yeah. that's also part of growing up. That's what I find. That it's also okay that there have been people in your life that you've been really close with and, and who, who was really important for you in that amount of time or yeah. in that period of your life. And that it's also okay to say, okay, well, I don't need that in my yeah. life right now. It's not good for me. It's not healthy. Yeah. And then clean that out. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really a part of also like looking at every relationship yeah. and say, what is this? Not as a sort of like a... You know, but but like, what is this giving me, and yeah. what am I giving, and and what do I do I do I look forward to meeting this person, or mm-hmm. am I a little bit like, oh, can oh, I, I can, can I cancel last yeah. minute? Yeah, or like, I thing. hope they cancel. Yeah, that's the worst yeah. feeling. That, and it's yeah. also not fair to that person because that person might feel the same. Yeah, and mm-hmm. the time. Yeah, the they. I don't know if I had mentioned 
I can't remember who. I think I may have said it over a voice note. Actually, probably to both of you. But there's the the sort of saying of like people are in your life for a reason, a season, yeah, or a lifetime. I love that. And what where do they fit into that and like you know if it is a reason sometimes you might not notice it until years Mm. down the line where you're like Mm. actually I really learned a lot about Mm. how to be patient with people Mm. through this person or whatever yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. and I think the season one is a very that's a common one yes there's a lot of people that come into our life in like um, especially at work or work or something where you get very 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 close and you have every day together and you share so much together because you are you know you know the same people you do the same things and then when you when you go apart, you don't really have that connection anymore because that was you bonded over that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and something like great. and something like school as well. I mean, actually, work is the same. The thing is, you do kind of choose your job mm. most of the time. But in school, you don't usually have as much say in it. Yeah. You know, whatever. I mean, high school might be different. University is certainly, mm. you know, it's probably different as well. But the. A lot of people in your life as well, even if they've made it up to this point, are kind of there because of. Um, what's the word? Convenience. Yeah. So oh, there yeah. are people Definitely. who you're friends with because you went to the same school for years, mm. and it's like because your parents are friends, or whatever. But as an adult, where you are choosing your job, you're choosing where you live, you're choosing all of these things. Like, you can actively decide that this person actually was only in your life for so long because of where you were, or whatever. And I and I've had friends. I've actually had a, a family friend who our mums are good friends. Where I think she did that with me a few years ago, where she cut me out because she realised. Like, we just didn't, yeah. you know, we just didn't gel. Yeah. And I took it really personally because she just didn't respond to me and all this shit. Ghosting but I think, But I think, the, you know, and I actually spoke to a mutual friend about it recently. And this, you know, she was just going through, like, a metamorphosis or whatever. And I think mm-hmm. it's like, no, actually, that's really amazing. Like, good for her. Yeah. And you know what? I'll threaten to be fair. I, it was definitely, like, a one-sided thing. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's fine. You don't want that. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It's a one final question. Okay. And this is quite an existential question. And Daphne and I have been talking about, I know, as if this has yeah. been such a <laughs> subtle, easy <laughs> episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've shed tears. We've cried. Yeah. <laughs> um, but a thought, a question, and it's quite a big question, and obviously I'm not asking you guys to choose an answer right now but to right. think about it and we can come back to it maybe for this time next year we can figure out like why idea. we chose that Let's answer do that. is would you rather be comfortable or happy hmm. oh I don't even have to think about it I would rather be happy mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say happy comfortable yeah. <laughs> yeah. no no um, I would yeah. rather yeah that's one of the biggest things that I have been learning throughout my life is I would rather mm-hmm. love my life than be secure and comfortable mm. and yes. yeah. yeah I was actually writing about it today before I there we go yeah before yeah. I came here so oh amazing because that is that's something we've been talking a lot yeah. about because mm-hmm. being comfortable is so easy to think that that's what you want in life to be comfortable yeah, yeah. but it will keep you happy for a very short amount of time I yeah believe. Mm-hmm. so I would definitely ra- rather be happy yeah there you go Listen. But let's uh, let's let pick know. up on that yeah, next this year. This time next year, we'll yeah. see. It's the twenty uh, eighth, I think, of yeah, November. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we'll see you, see you, ladies, in a year. See you in a year. Woo! Woo! <laughs>